Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to yet another episode of Behind the Scoreline. This episode is going to be very tasty or spicy, depending on how you see it. Before we start, I just feel a need to put a disclaimer out there that I in no way support or endorse my melody sundowns. I am simply a South African citizen that's just trying to find a long-term solution. I feel like a lot of us, particularly on Twitter, want to find a solution that fits our football clubs or what we'd like to see. But then is it necessarily the right decision in view of the bigger picture, which is the future? Bafana Bafana and South Africa have, like we've always produced talent. We've always had talent that entertains us, but longevity has been an issue. We haven't had a national team that we can say last us for one World Cup or like two World Cup, you know, in between. Like let's say a national team that we can play with in a 2022 World Cup and 2026 World Cup. I know we know a nation that qualifies for a World Cup, but I'm trying to use World Cups as a benchmark, particularly uh, like especially in terms of the time in between World Cups. A World Cup is four years, um, you know, it is hosted every four years. So obviously you look at England, right? Obviously, I might be comparing apples to oranges and whatnot, but I think that we are all human beings and players are players. They're still good. They age the same. Hurricane doesn't age slower than Neomaima or Tembazwani or even Monapule Sale. You look at how England essentially played with the same squad at the 2022 World Cup that they played with in 2018. So that's what I'm talking about in terms of longevity in terms of keeping the same national team set up between uh, different AFCONs. I mean, we haven't qualified for AFCON in a while, but I think we all know that we've really played with the same team from one AFCON to the next. And I think that's a, a very important issue when trying to establish dominance or trying to establish a pattern that future generations can also, you know, be integrated into. Um, so the issue is, it started, uh, the, 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 not the, particularly the issue, but the reason why this episode exists started last week. We saw how Mamelodi Sundowns thumped Alakli. Um, I was very surprised, I mean, in a good way, that nine of the 11 players that started the match were actually South African Bond players. It was really, like, it was really a, a good thing because that showed that we are not going to dominate Africa. By we, I mean Mamelodi Sundowns, because obviously they're representing South Africa when they're going, you know, to Africa. When I saw that, I'm like, okay, so this is a team that dominated Alakli and humiliated them even. They are playing with players that are born in South Africa, that are eligible to play for Bafana Bafana. What stops us as a, as a nation from rallying behind that particular team and say what Bayern Munich has done for Germany and what Barcelona and to a smaller extension Real Madrid has done for Spain, let Mamelodi Sundowns do for South Africa, particularly with, uh, with, with player selections and a way of playing. Obviously, we're not saying Roland Mukwena go be a, a coach for Bafana Bafana while coaching Sundowns as well. But we are saying, let the same players, these players that know each other and are performing so well both domestically and in Africa, 
be integrated into the Fana setup and also you know mix up with other players from other other football clubs that way we're able to keep the core of Mamelodi Sundowns which is working fantastic at the moment and I feel like I need to, to put a disclaimer again that had it been Orlando Pirates, Kaiser Chiefs, Supersport United I'd still see the need for that to happen because if you have nine players that are well accustomed to each other they know each other they play well with each other it's easier to integrate other players that are really good into that kind of system rather than just taking different players from different teams and building from scratch as we speak right now mamelodi sundowns have one two three four five six seven eight players in the national setup to play Liberia and within that uh, uh, the funny thing is with them having uh, that that number of players in the setup a lot of people on social media are calling for the inclusion of Neomaima, Spelelom Kulise and Kulisomodau particularly Kulisomodau um, uh, I mean the Nikomobi Kulisomodau discussion is quite it's quite tense because we all know which player is better but Hugo Boss said when I have played Nyukomobi has he disappointed me and we failed to answer that question but then again uh, Spellelum Kulise is injured now my mind that's the player that I personally would like to see in the national uh, team setup I think he's been fantastic and more than that, I see him as a tactically flexible player. You can switch formations and you'd still find a role for Naomaima. He is a fantastic talent. I, I, I mean, maybe I should make a separate episode just talking about him and what I think about him. But because the key exclusions are all Mamelodi Sundowns players, and Sanos already has eight players in the in, in, in the national team setup to play Liberia. I see a need for us to just accept, even rival fans as well, just say, okay, for us as a country, not as pirates, as chiefs, no, no. I think it's about time that some things we look at them from a perspective of what is best for South Africa, not what is best for Kaiser Chiefs, what is best for Super Sport, what is best for Marino Gallants, what is best for Orlando Pirates. No what is best for the country at the moment. I'm not saying that we should keep choosing Sanos players forever until maybe we are like 20 years into in like from now. No, I'm not saying that. I'm saying to start building something. Let's first choose the, most of the players from Mamele Sandals and then take it from there. I mean, you look at how Germany lines are lined up uh, in the past not so much now in the future like now and in the future i don't think they're going to pick more buy-in players than like like they did in the past mainly because more and more buy-in players are not german born you look at uh, matthias de Ligt, netherlands jan soma switzerland dio pamecano france benjamin pavard france you know so it becomes difficult for Bayern to keep that model of of selecting German players and I'm not saying they I don't think they selected them like players because they played for Bayern they were just good players they were just good players you had uh, 
Thomas Muller, Bastian Schweinsteiger, Philip Lam, Jerome Boateng, Manuel Neuer, you know, so it, it, it enabled them to have a sense of camaraderie that moves from domestic, uh, domestic to international, you know, and the same for for, 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 for this club, um, Spain, particularly in 2010. I mean, they had David Villa, Andres Iniesta, Cesc Fabregas, Xabi, Gerard Piku, and their captain, uh, Charles Puyol, amongst others. Victor Valdez was also there. That allows them to say, okay, this is a Barca team that's dominating at a domestic level. Let's translate that and add a few players that are really good from the other teams. Obviously, they're the other team most of the time would be Real Madrid, you know. So you'd find that the team that uh, Spain has comprises of Real Madrid and Barcelona players. And then a few other players from other teams as well. And I think we can do the same. I mean, look at how the national team is set up. You can have a front three of Kesha Smailula, Tembazwani, and then either have Pesitau or Monapule Salim. Or you can even put... Mailula on the bench. For me, I'm biased. I like Mshishi. I yeah, I just have a I have a special bond to Chambazani, so I don't I don't I just don't see him not featuring. Yes, you can say he can be substituted, he doesn't play 95, but I see him as a staple because he connects players to each other. He, he's the connector. So you just need that player. He's, he's a leader, man. He leads with how he plays. Um but you look at the midfield as well. I think you can have Debo Mukwena, No Maima, and someone else. Maybe you can have Aizan Jabula, Blom, Tole. You know, you can just play around with those combinations. But knowing that, okay, I have two Sundowns players that, you know, play with each other. Because, I mean, Debo Mukwena and No Maima play with each other every week. They know each other very well. So that will translate into an national team. Am I saying it's going to bring results? We're not sure because there are a lot of other issues in play. Like the coach is a completely different coach. But chemistry, we, we, we're starting to sort out the chemistry issue first by players just playing for the same team, going to a national team. Because you look at in, Iniesta and Xavi, right? They would be coached by Guardiola and then go to a national team. They're coached by Vincente Del Bosque. But that chemistry doesn't change. The chemistry that Iniesta and Xavi has doesn't change just because now it's they're coached by Del Bosque. It doesn't change. It's the same players. And then you have Kranke Kana, um, Tapelo Morena, Obri Mudiba, Motobi Mvala. Particularly um, Motobi Mvala and Kranke Kana. I feel like they have a good, they have a good connection. They, they play really well and feed off each other. They have different qualities and they, they have, like, they're complementary players. So I think you having them in the maybe center of defense, because I mean, Kanke Kana right now is transitioned from being a, a wing back to being a central defender. So we can have that. So in what I've mentioned right now, you can put so many different formations, right? But you have two Sandman's players in the heart of the defense. You have two Sanos players in the heart of the midfield, and then you have two Sanos players, or even one, I mean, because of the array of talent we have up front. Because you can't really push from 
Amazon in Mailula, while you have a talent like Percy Dow and a talent like Monopoly Saleh, particularly or especially Monopoly Saleh, in the form he's been in it is quite scintillating. You know, so we can just play around those things. And obviously the, the captain will be Ronan Williams for quite some time. And we know of his ball playing abilities, how Hulan Mugwena uses him to start balls and just act as the third center back in the build-up. And obviously he has that connection with Mutobi Mvala and Kankekana in the build-up. So already you have so many characteristics or many factors that are favoring this system that I'm proposing. I think when you want to start such a revolution, I might, I might call it, it's going to be very spicy within the football community. Some people will be criticizing it, some people will be against it. It's okay, that's how major ideas start. Not everyone is going to be for them. Because I think, I mean, it's like there are Kazachi's diehard fans that are already complaining about uh, not having even one Kazachi's player in the setup. You know, and fair to them. I mean, it's fair to them to complain because you want to see a player from your favorite club playing for the national team. That's what we all want. But remember what I said before. Think about long term. Think about what's best for the country at the moment. If things change with other teams starting to catch up to Sundowns, other players, I mean, proving themselves, you know, to be able to fit within that system. Then sure we can con- we can consider something different. This is where we end for today's episode. I think I said a lot of things, and I hope I've said things that are worth pondering on, and. Maybe we can start a conversation as South Africans and yeah, just think about these ideas. I don't think Mr. Hugo Boss will hear this podcast or this episode, but I think having conversations amongst ourselves can ensure that we at some point build a, a level of unity as South Africans, not as football club supporters and whatnot. And at a later time, maybe we can have a platform where we're able to table these views, table how we want the national team to play and how we want it to be set up. And yeah, takes a, take a bit of ownership um, or control with regards to squad selection. And yeah, I, I've seen from football Twitter just how powerful our voices can be, especially if we are together, we are united and we are pushing for the same goal. Cheers. If you enjoyed this episode, please consider subscribing or following the podcast on whichever platform you're listening from. And please tell a friend to tell a friend to listen to Behind the Scoreline. Or better yet, just send them the link to this episode. Thank you.